Maybe all that person needed was for you to say good morning. Maybe all that person needed was to be addressed. If you are literally in a space where people ignore you every single day, maybe we could have a world that's a little bit less crazy if you literally looked at someone and saw, oh, they're human, you know? They're just like me. They probably want to be cared for like I do. They probably want to be loved like I do. They probably want to be heard like I do, you know? So, again, your community can be anyone. It can be anyone. Often, people go through life-changing experiences without any guidance. But what if you had the tools available to help you in your journey? I welcome you to the Misguided Notions podcast. Our mission is to create a space where we discuss thought-provoking topics with people that go through real-life experiences. My goal is to inspire, empower, and help build awareness to a number of issues that our society doesn't really talk about. So listen in, engage in conversation, and if you'd like, share your story. In today's episode, I sit down with my dear friend Kat, and we talk about the benefits of building a community. I decided to do a little research, and according to Google, community is defined as a group of people living in the same place or having a particular characteristic in common. Another definition that I found was a feeling of fellowship with others as a result of sharing common attitudes, interests, and goals. And I think I'm going to agree and disagree with some of this a little bit. And I think you'll hear more when Kat and I talk throughout this episode. And pretty much our definition of community seems to have a little bit more of a not so popular opinion or a more think outside the box type of approach with regard to community. So I don't know. I'm curious to hear what our listeners think, but we really talked about different aspects of it. And in addition to that, we discussed the importance of shifting our mindset from hating on one another to loving each other. We discussed cattiness in the workplace and beyond, which happens especially among women. We also discuss how we can create an online and physical presence of togetherness and how simple actions can help someone going through a difficult time. We also go into the ways to creating a community that is inclusive rather than exclusive and how we can apply lessons learned from our upbringing to support and build each other. I'm breaking this episode into three parts. My girl Kat can really talk. But she is such an inspiration to myself and everyone around her. And I'm so excited to have her on. So listen, and you're definitely going to find a lot of value in this episode. She is a mentor, sister, friend, dancer, artist, entrepreneur, and so much more. She has been following her passion and she continues to... she continues to, to inspire and strives hard to empower men and women around her all the time, daily. And she has had various of her work, a number of her works featured in expos, um, shows. <laughs> she has this uh, amazing vlog 
hashtag I have an assignment that she updates <laughs> daily, which is absolutely amazing. And if you're not following her, I guarantee you, you will after this podcast. And she identifies strongly with her faith and she has been so successful in sending out the messages of positivity, strength, and fulfillment. And I'm so happy to have her on the show today. Thank you, Kat. Thank you. If you sound so good. Because <laughs> you are. Because you are. <laughs> so, Kat, tell us about you. Well, um, what is there to say? So, like you said, um, I do try to empower people. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I am a motivator by birth. I just, I love people. And so I started like doing this full throttle. I'm gonna say like 2016. It's always been part of who I am. I, you know, I text quotes and those kind of things because I'm a little bit lame, but my friends love me anyway. <laughs> and um, yeah, and 2016 is like when officially I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm ready to do this all the time mm-hmm. um, and just do what I love and follow my passion, like you said. And so. Yeah, that's pretty much the story and how everything started. Um, I started doing my artwork full time, dance full time. Um, I appreciate you. Yeah. And, um, and even talking, mm-hmm. starting putting up videos and really going hard on like Instagram and building a following that way. Yes. And yeah, and since then it's just kind of sprouted into a whole bunch of different things. And so my name, besides Kat. Um, and Katia is K for Creative. That's my artist name. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's kind of sprouted into different things. Catalyst Movement, which is this dance movement that I'm working on. It's still kind of like in, I don't even know what to call it. Not hibernation <laughs> stage, but like, it's still in like the, the birthing. It's still in the womb. Okay. Um, okay. I should say. Art from the Heart, which is the title of my, my paintings. Oh, I love that. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I didn't even know that. I'm like, what? I know, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> so Art from the Heart. And then um, recently, in terms of motivation, All About the Sisterhood, uh, which I launched the end of last year. And so, yeah, that's just... And one thing we forgot. What I else? forgot. You have a master's in... And I have my master's in theology. Yes! <laughs> that's new. That's new. Just finished that recently, um, a couple of months ago. So, yeah. That's so On this awesome. journey, wherever God is taking me is where I'm going. So. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And what inspired you to... Well, actually, let me go back. What is All About the Sisterhood? So, All About the Sisterhood, as of right now, is a website, allaboutthesisterhood.com. Mm-hmm. It is a safe space for women to get together, to communicate honestly, openly, mm-hmm. um, to find healing mm-hmm. within the sisterhood community. And the biggest part of the website is Letters to Sisters, which is where women can send me letters. Mm -hmm. And there are a whole bunch of different categories that I started so far on the site. So it's letters to daughters, letters to mothers, sisters, revolutionists, lady bosses, um, students, survivors and fighters. It's, It's a few different categories. And pretty much, I don't know about you, I have always been a journaling 
person I journal. Mm -hmm. Um, I've gone through journals and journals throughout, you know, especially when I was younger. And um, we keep these things to ourselves. You Mm -hmm. know, you journal and it's just for you. But there are so many stories and things that other women can learn from. Other women would feel better knowing that they're not the only one. And so that's pretty much what the Letters to Sisters are. Mm -hmm. It's for women to be able to open up, to share their experiences with Mm -hmm. other women. Mm -hmm. So you feel like, okay, I'm not alone. Someone else has gone through this. I can learn from my sister friend. And so that's like the biggest part of the website. In addition to that, I also have, um, I guess it is a blog, but it's more so motivation mm-hmm. um, that I post up Monday through Friday mm-hmm. on the side, and that's under Food for Thought by Miss Cat. Okay. And um, yeah, that's those are like the biggest things. And I have like a sisterhood marketplace so we can pour into each other's businesses. Uh, another part of the website that I'm working on right now is... Um, I'm shouting different women out okay. in our neighborhoods. You yeah. know, those whose names we don't always know and those right. who go unrecognized, but they're powerhouses. And so that's something I'm working on. And then the longer project, which my goal is to get started on that by the end of 2018, is a sisterhood anthology. Ooh, what's which that? Is, <laughs> where different women will submit their stories and I'll make it into a book. Oh, wow. Um, which I'm super excited about. Yes. So that is coming soon also. Uh, literally on the website right now, it says, like, coming soon, Sister Anthology. So, working on that also. Uh-huh. Um, and the same premise, you know, like, this is not just my story, but inviting all women to get together. What do you have to say? Right. What do you want to share about your experiences? Send it in, and it'll go into the book. And so, that's all about the sisterhood. That's um, awesome. So, right now, it's an online space. It is also going to be a physical space. I am working okay. on events, um, Ooh, which okay. will happen every other month. Okay. First one is a vision board party. The next one is, uh, right now the title is Get Your Life. I don't know if I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> Get Your Life. Life um, <laughs> which will be a full day uh-huh. of, of workshops. Okay. Oh, to nice. tap into your financial life, your Ooh. physical, your mental, um, spiritual, um, so on and so forth. And that's everything from financial literacy, mm-hmm. yoga, and so on. Just a full day of workshops, mm-hmm. food and stuff included, mm-hmm. all women. Mm-hmm. Just to uplift and, and pour into yourself a little bit differently. You know, women, we have a tendency of giving. It's for you to receive. That's so, awesome. Yeah, so here's a workshop. Just some will be low-key conversation. Other ones will be a lot bigger, like the workshops. And mm-hmm. so working on creating a physical space also for women to be able that's to great. get together too. So that's all about the sisterhood. Yes, <laughs> yes. And what... So one of the things I wanted to talk about, because I feel like as a social worker, it's something that as I get older too myself, I find that there's such this importance of community. And that's why like you're building this community of sisters and that's amazing. (laughs) And I feel that with women, (laughs) a lot of us, and I feel like more so younger, maybe not in my older age, but when I was younger, it was more this competitiveness. Yes. Among women. And yes. it's interesting, like, having that and then, and like, thinking back to when I was younger and then now having this community, which right. I don't, I don't want to say, like, they're not my friends. They are friends, but I don't know, community seems different. Like, you seem more entwined with each other. It is. You connect with one another. You, like, like you were saying, like, with one of the events that you want, that you plan to do the anthology event, you want to teach, like, financial literacy and yoga and, mm-hmm. like, this is all-inclusive place yes. that you can get, like, support. Yes. Right? I um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
we are not always taught to love, simply put, mm. you know? And so that's love for, you know, God or a higher power. That's love for self. That's love for others. We're just not taught to love. And so that turns into competition and cattiness. And although, you know, healthy competition is okay, but tearing people down is not, Absolutely. you know? And so in that regard, wanting to be able to shift that because clearly, you know, we function so much better when we function together and as a unit, you know? Yes. So one of my favorite quotes is separate as the fingers, but one as the hand. Ooh. And I'm not, I don't want to say it's the wrong person. I think it's Booker <laughs> T. Washington. I don't know, I'm not sure, so don't quote me on that. Okay. It was, it was actually the... Um, model for a modern dance company I was part of oh, when okay. I was at Howard. Yeah. I am we. And pretty much that same premise. You know, separately, every finger has its own part. You know, you wouldn't want to get rid of one. You don't use the pinky for the same thing as the thumb. Mm -hmm. But put them together. There's power in your fist, right? And so wanting to create that both online and a physical presence, if we can just shift from that mentality there where we are so catty, where everything is a competition, but work together, uplift each other. Literally, we all rise that way. Yes. Um, and so that is, I guess, my focus, wanting to shift that mentality. Um, also because, again, because we're not taught to love, we, we hurt in so many different ways. Yeah. So how do we heal? You get together. Uh, you go to the same people where you were so distant from and create a community and no longer is this exclusive. No longer is it me against you, but like you said, it's inclusive. Yeah. We can support each other in this. We can gain from each other. There's so much knowledge um, for that's, that, that can be shared. And so literally that's what I want. That's my goal. I want to create community. I want to create bonds and sisterhood and love and unity and this is the best way, you know, yeah. that I know how to do it so far. And so, And I think that's is. great. And I feel like, again, it's not something that's heavily focused on, especially, like, when you're younger, you're not really thinking about that. You're not exactly. really thinking about, like, oh, loving a higher power or loving even myself. Exactly. Talk about that. Right. Go to school. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just go to school, get your degree, whatever you're going to do. Right. Go to work, you know. Even at work. At work. I feel like there's cattiness and nonsense. Oh, that definitely. On with women. And, it's, it's, but, and that, what's crazy that that is second nature. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. because, and, and this is something, and I think it applies in so many different areas. My mother had mentioned to me before, um, and at this point, I don't know, it wasn't about unity or love. I believe at the time we had been talking about. Uh, our passions, we, I was discussing with her dance and, and beauty and all kinds of different things. And for her, she simply said, and innocently and honestly, I didn't know I had to say it. Hmm. And that has, has stuck with me so deeply because that's so powerful. The reality is, it's not that people even are are keeping it to themselves. Mm. They just, we don't know that there are things that have to be said. Absolutely. And so that's so important. You don't know that... Although you're not teaching hate, by not teaching love, we're still missing the mark. Right. You know? And so, no, consciously saying it. Love yourself. Love other people. Love God. Focus on something yeah. to, to work um, and function with intention mm -hmm. and on purpose. And just that, you know, everyone deems it as a cliche at this point, but... 
I hold it true. You treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, That's no right. one wants to be left out. No one wants to feel unloved. If you could just, if you could share that, if you can create a love, if you can create a space where love is always right, which is another one of my mottos, mm. what a difference it would make mm. in the way that we function on a regular basis, mm-hmm. you know? And so, like you said, it's just, it's just so important because in every area of our life, like you said, even in work, yes. you know, it's just, it's second nature. Mm-hmm. You know, we're mm-hmm. taught that it, we're catty. We talk about people. Right. We, we judge everybody, but no one likes to be judged. Of course no not. one likes to be talked about, but why do we do it so mm-hmm. often? Because no one told you not to stop doing that. You know? like, <laughs> stop doing it. <laughs> just don't do it. You know? Um, so, so listeners, stop doing that. Right. Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> you know? Uh, so literally trying to shift that, you know? Uh, you can't just ignore it and think it's going to go away. You have to have certain conversations. You have yeah. to bring it up. And so how do you do that? You just start. Right. You know, and I I launched um, All About the Sisterhood, the website. I've been working on it for months. I launched the website uh, 2017 in the fall. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my mind, which is something that can deter a lot of people, um, and even for myself, I had to talk myself through it because it's like, boom, I did it. I launched it. You expect something to like, <laughs> just catch fire and everybody's going to jump on. It's going to be great. And then you're like, is the mic on? Hello. <laughs> Did you hear me? I said I launched it. You know, jump on with me. <laughs> you're like, follow me. Right, come on. Come on, people. It's nice cool. over here. Come on. It's good content here. <laughs> right. Um, but even that, you know, like it's just so easy. And it's, it's that. It's the pure stuff. It's the good stuff that people need. And it's so easy for it to fall away. It's so easy for you to it's give true. up on it. It's so easy because... Again, it's the opposite. You're going against the grain of what's taught. We're taught caddy, right. the real housewives. You know, like yeah. that's what we know. Everybody wants to be out to be. That's what hey. we're shown all the way. So that's true. what catches fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the sustenance, wanting to stay true to it and believing, like truth always lasts. You know, Absolutely. in my mind. And so, if that's the case, and this is true, which you treat people the way you want to be treated. You know, Absolutely. we function better. Then it'll catch fire, and and people will be able to gravitate because it's just it's nice. It's better when you're in a space of love. It's just better. Absolutely, it <laughs> it's is. Just it's like, why can't we just all love each other and just get along? Come on, and right? just be like, to, I don't know, like instead of putting people down, like just supporting one another. There's yes. no room for pet cattiness, pettiness. You know, he just. You take three steps backwards, you know, all the time. And for everyone who thinks that staying quiet about any problem means that you're not, that you're not moving backwards, that's false. Mm. Because wasted time in my mind is moving backwards. And so if you're Mm. quiet about a problem and you're stagnant, you're moving backwards. Right. Um, if you're not moving forward, yeah. you're moving backwards. It's true. It's time, you know, time is wasted. Right. And so even in that regard, you got to solve a problem. You have to speak up. You have to do something about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So again, how do you solve that? Right. How do you fix it? Let's at least engage in conversations. Well, I was Let's just about to say, having conversations like this. Literally. I feel like for a lot of people, they feel that... Keeping things inside shows strength, and I'm like, where did you stupid? Get that from? Because right. we're taught this and yes. just wrong. I'm like, where wrong. did you get that from? No, you don't have. <laughs> and that's why I'm, I'm happy with the way that my mom taught me, in the sense that she always said, like, if you have a problem, don't keep it inside. Oh, you have to I'm let it out. For that. Yes, yes, you have to let it out. And it's true. The more you tell people, the more they will know. And I constantly, I'm finding that I'm telling my clients this all the time, like. 
tell people like and I'm like well do you have like someone in your community that you can talk to because for them it's like well they think of their community like well my neighbor no my neighbor is like 40 years younger than me or, right. or whatever like you know they're not they're not focused on me or the days of having a neighbor mm-hmm. where I can ask them to do me a favor that doesn't exist whereas if you have this community whereas you have this group of people that you connect right. with you talk to you could just support one another and help each exactly. other exactly and your community can be anyone anyone absolutely whether it is a person, you know, again, clearly we know in 2018, you can connect with literally everyone around the world. Your community yes. can be anyone at any given moment. Yes. And unfortunately, it is a case where we don't necessarily know our neighbor. You know, right. Yeah, that's true. We're not exactly scared. Like New York. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm talking to people. Right. 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 right? Um, you walk down the street, you don't even, you know, you avoid eye contact. <laughs> You know, which is a sad, is a sad state of affairs because, again, you can just love people a little bit more. You I made know, more conversation, but right? But <laughs> we do live in crazy times, people. So. Uh, right, but. but what a difference that would make, though. You know, yeah. like, here's, in, in my mind, and this is a conversation I remember having in, in college. This was actually one of the reasons. So I went to Howard, and um, one of the things that was such a big deal for me when I was at Howard, one of the reasons was my freshman year, you, like, were walking around and people were, like, in these deep conversations. You're like, yes! Uh, I'm here. Like, <laughs> I made come on, Howard. I'm Howard, right? Uh, right. So one of the conversations uh, that I remember walking by, and it was, it, you know, one of the things that'll stick with me forever. A crowd of students, all all Howard students, and I remember hearing the conversation. How do you think people would would function, or your friends would function, if instead of greeting your friend as nigga, you greeted, you greeted him as king. Mm. What a difference that would make in someone's life. Absolutely. The simplest of things, you know? And in that sense, this crazy world maybe wouldn't be so crazy if people weren't so neglected, if people weren't so left out, if people weren't addressed or spoken to, you know, yeah. as if they're human. We're human. Care for yeah. the fellow human. You don't have to like them. You don't have to agree with them. But just love on people. Just care, you know? And so even in that regard... If I'm walking down the street, as crazy it may see, as it may seem, and I won't get into this part of the conversation, but I do believe um, my faith life causes me to walk a little bit differently. Mm, you interesting. Know? Uh-huh. And so I don't function in fear. Hmm. And so if I'm walking down the street, and even for the person who's on the corner who's talking, I lie to themselves, I'm going to treat you like you're human. Maybe all that person needed was for you to say good morning. Maybe all that person needed was to be addressed. If you are literally in a space where people ignore you every single day, maybe we could have a world that's a little bit less crazy if you literally looked at someone and saw, oh, they're human, you know? They're just like me. They probably want to be cared for like I do. They probably want to be loved like I do. They probably want to be heard like I do, you know? So, again, your community can be anyone. It can be anywhere. I recently, I don't remember the name of the movie, but I, I was watching a movie mm-hmm. on Amazon recently, and a section of the movie, it actually was a movie about women and all women, different aspects of life, and it was a woman who was like a bank manager, and she ended up, I can say, in my opinion, gaining community with a homeless woman that mm-hmm. was around the bank. She was outside, and she smoking a cigarette one day, leaning on her car, and the homeless woman came over and asked for a smoke, and it became routine. And, you know, she's coming out and now they're in conversation. And the same woman where, you know, some days I'm looking, she's looking outside and, you know, she's talking to herself and whatever the case may be, is now 
sharing with her. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I was married once. Oh, yeah, I had a husband. And, you know, like, oh, there's a connection. You know why? Because you're human. You know, what a difference that maybe will make for her. Um, and the next time that, you know, when she wakes up in the morning, maybe she'll, she'll function a little bit differently. Right. Knowing that someone saw her, mm-hmm. you know. So all that to say, again, it's just so important to start somewhere. Mm-hmm. Have a conversation. That's true. You know, how much time do we waste doing everything else? You can't, you know, you can't speak to someone. You it's can't. like, put the phone down. Right. Stop know? texting. Like, <laughs> engage in conversation. Exactly. It's true. So, it's true. Uh, that is, that is really my heart's desire for All About the Sisterhood. And even for all of my artwork and everything else, mm-hmm. I want to push people. I want people to love a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, to follow their passions. To do what you love. To, to function at a higher level. Because you can. Right. Um, not just because I want you to, but because you should want yourself to. Absolutely. So, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I feel like you actually pushed me to wanna like bring myself out there. <laughs> I did. Like, so every day, like every day, like Cat like puts up these videos, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> she's speaking to me right now. Like it's like, wow, like what? She's really like talking to me right oh, now. You, you know, and I, I just really feel that way, and I feel that that's so inspiring that you're doing this. And it's funny when I was thinking about all the things, all of the characteristics I could use to dis- to describe you, all the words that I could use to describe you. The one thing I couldn't say was author, and now <laughs> I'm like, yes, 2018. I can't yes, wait. Yes. Yes. Um, So it's funny because that's something actually another friend of mine, Kirk Bramble, uh, poured into me years ago. And pretty much it's just the idea of you are something, but with or without the title. Mm -hmm. And so that's what's kind of pushed me to claim, um, no, I'm an artist. I am a dancer. I am an author. I am these things. And then you step into... The space where, you know, where we are, people want to see credentials and those kind of things. Right. But I am it mm. with or without the credentials. The credentials are for you maybe to validate or to see mm. that I am it. But I already was it. The credentials didn't make me it. Mm. It's just proof, you know. Mm-hmm. And so even in that regard for for everyone who, because, you know, people have asked, of course. I'm like, yes, I am an author. <laughs> I'm not a published author. <laughs> But I am an author. It's true. No, it's true. It's true. It's valid. Um, Especially when, you know, that's what I do. I'm writing, you know. Mm -hmm. You're writing up blogs. You're right. I've been working on children's books. I've written a few books. Awesome. I didn't even know this. (laughs) What else you got under your sleeve? Um, I'm not ashamed. (laughs) Um, So even, you know, in that space. But again, those are the kind of things where... We're so fearful, you know, we don't want, no one wants to be judged. Right. And so, you know, you do, you keep things to yourself and, and wanting again, if I want for you to do this and I'm trying to push this, another big thing that I have to do is I have to be transparent. We're all on this journey together. I ain't got it all together, but I'm going to say I'm an author and the time will come. (laughs) Well, you you know, right now you may not call me an author, but one day you will because I'm I'm letting you know that's what I am, you know, and stepping into that space because I think part of that fear of judgment from other people causes for you not to reach your full full potential. You're so afraid of someone judging you Mm -hmm. that you're never willing to step out. And Mm -hmm. so if you're never willing to step out, you've already failed. And also maybe you're not surrounding yourself around the right types of people. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I feel like if you have like people that are authentic and true and want what's 
best and, for well, you. Well, they would want they would want what's best for you. That's right. that's, a, that's at the end of the day, that's the case. Your and your support system is so important. Yes, your tribe is. is so important. Um, your circle, and that's another thing which. I although yes I am all love I promise and I you know mm-hmm. I mean it when I, when I say I love people. Mm-hmm. On the other side, people do look at me sideways sometimes because that doesn't make you my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean you're part of my circle. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it's so important the people that you surround yourself with, and for where I'm trying to go. Everybody, everybody may not be able to come with me. Absolutely. And again, not because you can't. Maybe because you're not ready, because you're unwilling, or whatever the case may be. So, you have to be very mindful, especially when you step into a place of like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. That doesn't mean, you know, be hurtful towards those people, because people function the best of their to the best of their ability you know you you do what you can with what you know Absolutely. you know i wasn't always kind i'm still not always kind mm-hmm. um i hope that people wouldn't hold that against me mm-hmm. uh especially for anyone that maybe i've done wrong to in the past right. because you're growing you know you're learning and as you learn perfectly you level up and you function differently in the new space that you're getting to but because you are wanting to level up, because you're wanting to move up to a new space, mm-hmm. the hope would be that you would put yourself in an environment that's conducive to where you want to go. Yes. And so if you have people who are constantly tearing you down, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Now, the reality is you can't always get away from you know, Absolutely. everyone. No, you can't. And... I, I appreciate and I adore my family, but the reality is usually those who are closest to you. Oh yeah, that's you know, true. That are that's going true. to hurt you. That are going mm-hmm. to uh, maybe not say the nicest things. Right. You know, all the time. It's also part of our culture too. Uh, girl, like, so real. Like, it is <laughs> growing it up is. Haitian, y'all. So, that's yes. another episode. Haitians, <laughs> Haitians are rude. I love my people. Yes. Yes. We love we our do. people. We do. We do. We do. Okay? Uh, oh, they can be harsh. Um, they can be harsh. And all in love, you know, people want what's it's best for you. Love. Um, and again, they share the knowledge that they have. <laughs> but it can be so harsh. Yes, very harsh. <laughs> At times, it can be so harsh. And so, you know, exactly, you knowing, you know, those who are closest to you, the reality is that they, they can hurt you so badly because they're close to you and because you care what they have to say. That's the only reason. It doesn't make them worse or better than anybody right. else. No, of course not. It's only not. because they're so close to you. They have access to you. Yes, yes. And so that's the reason why their words hurt right. you, you right, know, right, right, right. Uh, differently than someone, you know, off the street, right? Right, yeah, 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 of course. And so, again, you can't necessarily always get away from, from that. No, you can't. Um, them all the time, but even that is so important to recognize because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is you're going to find ways to get poured into. Yeah. You know, if if I am around negativity or this is inevitable, then I start to learn mind blocks. I start to um I call it mind bending, which mm-hmm. is funny. Everybody's always like what, what is she saying? talking about? Mind I call bending. it mind bending. Mm-hmm. So mind bending to me is pretty much harnessing and stepping into the rest of your brain that we don't use all like ever. Mm. So, you know, psychology, they say you only use like 10%, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes 12% of your brain, right? right? But our mind is so powerful, mm. which we all know, you know, our bodies are powerful. And if you can convince 
yourself of something, your body literally will follow through mm-hmm. with that, right? The same way people do phantom limbs, you know, for example, right? Like, I feel a limb that's not there because in my mind, I decide I can feel it. Your mind is powerful the same way that your mind will shut down mm-hmm. if, you know, traumatic experience. Like, your mind is extremely powerful. If you can harness that power and decide to block out things that don't serve you, then that to me is mind bending. Mm-hmm. And so that's a space that I've gotten into where I literally am constantly sifting through mm-hmm. whether or not this is going to be beneficial for me. Does this serve my purpose? Is this going to grow me in any way? I Can I afford to be in this space? What can I, what, what's going to, um, what am I going to let in today? Mm-hmm. And so the shift from that is literally if I'm in a space where all you're doing, like people in my house enjoy watching the news. I have no desire. Me too. No Why? desire. Why? There is so much trash that you're pouring into yourself. On a, I cannot stand it. Mm. Not because I don't want to know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Thank God for social media. Somebody post about it. I'll find out. Me too. You know, <laughs> like I'll way. find out. But all they do is harp on negativity. Yes. Nobody talks about the neighbor who saved the cat from the tree. Nobody talks mm-hmm. about the students who, you know, from underprivileged neighborhoods who are making it on scholarships. Nobody, that's not in the news. All you're doing is finding one bad thing that happened and talking on it for hours and hours and hours on end. Mm-hmm. And then the word that they use is literally to make you feel like crap. Right. It is. There is no, like, unbiased, oh, so this is just what happened today and we're just giving you the no, news. No, it's never like that. It is, oh, and these, and this is what happened and what's happening to the world and just this woe is me and God, get it away from me. Right, you know, like, right, right. who wants that? Yeah. How can you constantly fill yourself up exactly. with bad news and negativity and expect mm. that you're going to level up? Mm-hmm. There, it doesn't work that way. Mm. They just, the, the good and the bad, they don't occupy the same space. It doesn't work. And so if my focus is impossibility, I'm going to do the impossible. I am limitless. I am unstoppable. There are no boundaries for me. How can I constantly function in a space where there are only boundaries? Right. If all you're going to do is limit me and limit what I have access to and what I can do, how can I grow in this space? This Mm -hmm. is literally contradictory to everything that I'm trying to do. Mm -hmm. And so again, for me... There are certain things. I don't engage in certain conversations anymore. Right. I'm not even going there with you. I ain't playing that kind of game. I don't want I don't want it to pour into me. I got to listen to podcasts all day. If I have to, you know, put myself in specific conversations on a regular basis, I'm going to look for the crowd that's having the conversation that's going to fit where I'm trying to go, what I want to do, how I want to grow, and that's where you're going to find me now. Exactly. You know, because, <clears throat> excuse me, because of the simple fact that Again, the two can't occupy the same spaces. Again, it's, you can't function in fear and think you're going to obtain something. How? How is that going to work? My mind, faith and fear can't function in the same space. And so even in addition to me being a believer in terms of my faith life um, in God and in Christ, if you simply believe in yourself, if you believe that there's something higher for you to obtain, if you believe that you're able you can't be fearful of the thing that you're able to do. Mm-hmm. How do you think you're going to get there if you're fearful of it? And for people who question, like, oh my gosh, I don't understand how you can see things this way. All the people that we admire, all the everybody, you know, nobody's walking around saying, oh my gosh, I want to be the homeless person on the street. People that you admire, I'm, I want to be the next Oprah. I want to be, you know, like, I want to be LeBron. Right. I want to be this. Beyonce. Yeah, you want to be. 
it wasn't luck. They pushed. Mm-hmm. They fought. Yeah. Their focus had to be different. That's where I'm trying to get to. And right. if you can't see that, you can't handle where I'm going. And you can't be a part of my circle. That's Simply. it. That's Simply. It. I'm done. You know? <laughs> That's me. I, I'm, I, have, I have a I'm very done. much... I'm done mentality. <laughs> but, but even that, like, I'm happy that you say that because even that has been a growing space for me mm. where now I have to... I don't want to necessarily push you away because mm-hmm. again my premise is love love is always right i'm going right. to love on you yes. and if i have to love it love on you from a distance yeah then i'm yeah. going to do you know then i'll do just exactly. that um because everybody in different time i wasn't always in this space right you know and yeah. my hope is that five years from now i won't be in the space that i'm in today you know and so i respect where you are mm-hmm. i respect if you're not ready i respect that you're not willing to go there right. just recognize that i'm gonna respect it and walk away from you exactly, <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned for part two of my discussion with Kat, where we go even deeper into our conversation. I'm going to leave a link to all of her social media info and sites in the show notes, but you can definitely keep up to date with her on Instagram at K4Creative. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and tell a friend about the Misguided Notions podcast.